Hi, I'm Dr. V. And I'm Dr. A. Two docs on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science. This is What the Woo. I'm busy. I am busy. We're recording. I'm recording What the Woo, which is my happy place. So I am really glad that we figured out how to do this safely from our bunkers. Um, and <laughs> are you and in that, the bunker? It looks like I, you're in the dog park. If I look like I'm in the dog park. Um, if I were to drop this green screen behind me, you would see my office, which is piled up with food. Well, that's good. <laughs> it, it got taken over. Um, and I'm very excited that we're talking about food today. So this, we yeah, have some. So, um, I, I, I prepped my MRE. Um, All right. you know, I, I, I told you in the last episode that I bought the MREs, right? Yeah. And that was funny in the last episode. It's not funny <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Nothing's funny anymore. Nothing is. Now, now I want to know how many extras you have. <laughs> Dude, now I'm debating, like, I'm bummed because I only bought two sets of seven and they said I could max out at seven sets of seven. And I, oh, why the hell didn't I? But I, I all I know is like right now that still seems like something that's not going to happen. But also, um, a month ago, this didn't seem like something that was going to happen. So my expectations of reality have really gotten messed up. Yeah. Um, can I tell you, I'm trying to follow the directions on this thing, and I feel like I did it wrong already. Oh, no. Um, if you yeah. can't follow how to eat an MRE. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a failure as a prepper. Um, you're really not, um, just based on what I've been seeing around here. I, I still think you're a step ahead of the rest of the crew. So what are you making? Okay, so I made um, cheese tortellini. Okay. In tomato sauce. See, right so, there. so I still didn't get to that point. Um, I I still just bought regular food, like that, <laughs> um, hoping that our gas and water will not go out. Um, but I did find because I did want us to have a basis for comparison. Um, you know, we're not proper preppers, but we live in earthquake country, so we did have our little emergency earthquake container, and it's got these emergency rations. Um, so I will be opening them up, but I'm really scared of them, well, to be honest. I'm excited because I have those in one of my prepper kits, like, well, one of my, like, 200 prepper kits, but I've never opened them. So yeah, I so... I thought it would be fresh, like, freeze-dried food, but it's not. I don't I don't uh, think it is. The, the, the thing is, uh, you know, because yeah. we're, we're recording this on video, but we're also going to do the audio cast. This is, I thought it was a lithium battery. I didn't think it was food. It's in this, like, scary-looking, like, hazmat yellow and black stripes. And all it says is Mayday Emergency Food Rations. It doesn't say what they are. And what worries me is that you're saying... Yours gives you directions for eating it and rehydrating, and mine only says U.S. Coast Guard approved. <laughs> the only information. Like, um, I'm just wondering, is it just like a block of something, and you just rip off a piece, and it has just calories with no flavor? We're about to find out. God, um, I can't wait. But, but I do need you to know that um, my MRE still doesn't feel warm. Um, does it self-warm? 
Yeah. Supposedly I put water in it and then I put the heater on it. It's uh, got like a heater self-contained. Yes. Like it's got this little packet right here. How much does that cost to have self-heating food? I don't know if you're military, it costs nothing. <laughs> I thought theirs was, I thought theirs was like mine. It's just, you get what you get. Like it heats no. up too. No. Okay. So these are MREs, meals ready to eat. Right. It, I mean, you need to know. <laughs> I feel like there's a difference between meals ready to eat and emergency food rations. Like in the scale of urgency and how bad things have gotten, I feel like I'm still one step worse to go well, from MREs to emergent, like emergency, like you're going to die. Oh, totally. <laughs> like crickets or this. Strep worse. I have fruit trees in my yard. You I like, have one. <laughs> you'll be eating lemons forever. Cool. But I won't get scurvy. You know, and that's what's most important. No, I won't. I don't know where you live and <laughs> I'm just going to come get fruit from you. I just made blood orange cocktails the other day. Announced myself so you don't. <laughs> right, because you know everyone's. I'm gonna be first to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I will make sure you know it's me. Um, so yeah, I'm have yeah, my neighbors being armed guards, like in exchange for fruit from my orchard. It's gonna work. This, this was all really funny. <laughs> in our past lives, and now I'm like, that sounds like a plan. So this says. <laughs> No, seriously, all I, I love this though because uh, it says it's high in all the recommended vitamins. I don't know what else it's in, but it says absolutely no cholesterol or tropical oils. Like, like absolutely none because they're worried that that's going to be your concern if you've gotten yeah. to the point of emergency food rations. Like, I'll are take you tropical worried? oil. Are you worried about your cholesterol levels when you're eating brick o food that looks like no. a lithium battery? No. 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 At that point... I just want to know, is it going to kill me? And if the answer is yes, then sometimes like there may even be a point where you want that too. Oh, this is just a tear. Speaking of you're worried about being killed. Mine says, warning, vapors released by activated heater contain hydrogen, (gasps) flammable gas. Do not place an open flame in the vapor. Oh, Oh um, my God. Vapors released by activating no. heater can displace oxygen. Uh, don't use 10 or more heaters. Uh, oh God. Oh, you, oh no. What's happening here? So um, one of the things that we're doing in our time off, my son and I are watching Lord of the Rings. And Okay. Oh God, it stinks. Um, <laughs> help. That that scene where they're talking about Lembus, like the elves just give them some Lembus and it's just this like thing and all it does is keep you alive. Like this, that's what, it was based on this. This is. Oh God. Wait, I need to see. Oh, it is a block of random calories. Oh, it's shit. just a brick of. It looks like moldy cheese. It is it smells. Hard? It smells oh. like a Fig Newton. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad rancid one. Um, mm. Mine tells me that while I'm waiting for my MRE to warm, that I need to lean it on a quote rock or something. (laughs) Right here, right here. Look, something. Do you see that? That that right there. (laughs) Well, at least I have a sense of humor. Put it on an incline with a rock or something. Rock or something. Yeah. Whatever you can find. 
the book if we're still reading at that point? Or you can use this. You can use my emergency ration as a brick or rock. Um, yes. Good point. So you can you can snap pieces off. Um, I, okay, so I just want to make sure everybody knows that before this show, you were telling me to get water and a fork. Like I'm gonna need that. <laughs> Oopsie! Oh, oh God! Look, my dentist, my dentist is closed. I can't afford to break a tooth right now. Right. I'm worried because I hate the sound of chalk on a chalkboard, and I'm worried that that's what. <laughs> gonna sound like oh, my. oh no oh no <clears throat> listeners can I tell you I'm looking at Dr. V making a terrible face <laughs> oh god people people of August <laughs> if this is where we are I'm so sorry oh god well, my MRE still hasn't made heat yet, so <laughs> I have a brick of cold. She's totally. Um, I feel like this has triggered a very emotional reaction. <laughs> you, you were crying. Oh no! Oh my god! A place where this all became real, huh? Oh shit! No, the no. fact that somebody might actually think that living like this is okay <laughs> for some reason is the most depressing thing ever. This. <laughs> I feel like it's like Tom Hanks on the island. What was that movie? Oh, um, Cast Away with Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm not sure if I'm crying out of laughing or despair either, just to be clear. It's been a okay. couple of weeks. <laughs> I haven't left my home in two and a half weeks. All right. I'm, I actually, I'm going to have oh, a piece of my kind bar, and that's going to make me feel better. I'd really like for you to eat another bite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have tears running down my face. That is what that is what those emergency rations did to me. But yes, I'll eat another bite. That's like, I literally like that that's what I ate so far. That looks like rat that's how, <laughs> it tastes like it too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is how hard I had to work. Oh my god, you bitch! <laughs> no, no, no crackers. Have crackers. I have grape jelly, and no, no, they went um, they went gourmet on us because my other one is blackberry jam. Not even fucking jelly. We got jam. Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait! I also have more. <laughs> I have a toaster pastry. But it is the frosted brown sugar one. No, no. I mean, it's actually sounding pretty good right now. How is bite number two going for you, Dr. V? Um, I think my despair has numbed my tongue. Dude, oh my God. This is real Pop-Tarts. Hey! That's what? an actual label. What? I know. Oh my God. Now we know what happens to all the surplus. Seriously. I feel like this thing was made in the 1980s though. It is. I'm old. telling you, like if this were out in my backyard, I would have thought it was grout. <laughs> like no, a piece of grout. When you're done with um, it, I'm going to put it in my rodent boxes. And, and after, after I tasted it, like if I had picked it up in my backyard and taken a bite, I would have 
felt like, yeah, that confirms that this is grout. <laughs> Junk of cement. Is there, is there a chance that if you hydrate it, it would be better? No. No, okay. no cause then you'd taste it more. <laughs> oh my God. I love that you are, you're not even trying to take a piece off. You're just like biting into the hunk. What else am I gonna do? Like that's that's it's format. You have no options. No. Um, I have my cracker. Mm. That's the best saltine cracker I've ever had. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This this is how quickly this is how society collapses. Right there. Yeah. Someone has when somebody has a cracker, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you have this. this I'm not sure what this is. This barley block of <laughs> expired palm oil. I mean, thankfully, both of our mouths are just as equally dry for the rest of this yeah, recording. I'm done with that. All right, enough of that. No, but, don't say I have that. more. I'm breaking into my blackberry jam right now. What do you have? Oh God, this looks good. What do I have? Mine came with the spoon too. I don't even have. Gee, to let's yeah. see what's in here. More of the oh. same. Oh, you just have your block. Sorry. What? What did you just? What the fuck was that in your MRE too? Yeah, I. A it was tootsie hidden. roll. Yeah, tootsie and a pop tart. And a pop tart and Papa's perfect seasoning. I don't know what the fuck this is, but I think I need to smell it. And then pepper. Like, okay. I think the Tootsie Roll is the best part of the whole fucking MRE. I would like to speak to the person who made this emergency backpack. Why they couldn't have just put one of your things in or like some Pop-Tarts. Like, why did I get stuck with this? Well, apparently no one thinks Pop-Tarts are useful in the apocalypse. Just toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, I I think there's probably still Pop-Tarts left. You have a spoon? Did that come in your thing too? It did, along with a napkin, salt, and pepper. That is not... That that blackberry jam is good. I'm saving the rest and making a sandwich later. Yeah. Hey. That's some good shit. You know what? What? I know how to make bread. You do, but you are out of yeast, right? No. No, I have a sourdough starter. Oh, damn. Way to be resourceful. So I will trade you bread for some jam. Mm, okay, maybe. I also have my my um, homemade jam that from yeah. all my fruit. Yeah. You know. So why are you hoarding that? Um, okay, this thing is not going to fucking heat. I think the reason these were cheap is because the heater is like dead. The heaters were broken. But does yeah. it require the heat or does it just tastes better with the heat. Like, I want to know what that tortellini looks like. Well, that's the thing, right? And you also want me to eat it cold in case it tastes worse cold. I see You think I'm not going to give you any fucking sympathy. Did you see what I've been doing for the last 10 minutes? (laughs) This food was so scary, I cried. True that. Okay. Uh, Let me see what I can do with this shit. I'm just going to open it and eat out of my pouch. Um, I need to find a rock to prop open my heater, though, so that... Mm, nothing falls in my office. Okay. Oh, God. What have we become? I know. Right? Wait, what are you opening now? 
my cheese tortellini that I was that is not heated because my oh this whole thing has been happening while it was not open yet. No, you're supposed to stick the pouch in. Oh God! Oh no! Oh, it definitely needed to be heated. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Mm, that's the ready? same noise ready? I made when I opened mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, mm, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It just looks like a close up of what you normally see in your line of work anyway. <laughs> it looks, it smells like SpaghettiOs. Okay. Uh, like so, it, okay. It's better than your rancid Fig Newton, I think. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't we just eat big, lots of cans of SpaghettiOs? Like, I don't understand the benefit of taking it to this level? Um, I'm going to guess it's because, well, I mean, then this makes the people feel like they're eating something fancy, right? Everyone knows SpaghettiOs are for four-year-olds. Oh, God. Oh, man, it's falling everywhere. Is it, is it, was it freeze-dried? <laughs> was it freeze-dried before? I'm so confused. I like, mean, was it dry it's, and now it's like a tortellini texture or is it still hard? No, it's hard. I mean, no, it is not freeze-dried. I feel like it's just compacted because okay. it's supposed to heat it and like loosen it up. Um, vacuum sealed. That, oh, wow. That, that's quite an expression on your face. Um, I mean, it's... Um, it tastes just like Chef Boyardee raviolis, mm -hmm. but cold and compacted. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't no. even know, like, compacted, like, uh, it's just extra dense. Yeah, really dense. Like, yeah, and it, it fell on my computer while I was trying to show you, oh. and so now my computer keyboard's going to smell like Chef Boyardee forever. So I'm hoping like if people listen to this, if you take nothing else home from this, like one, things could still get worse. Um, so <laughs> please stay the hell indoors so we don't get to this point. Because really, I, I guarantee you, if that made me cry after two bites, we will we will kill each other um, in yeah. short order if we have to resort to that as a society. It's just not a good scene. The stay at home order is worth it for two weeks to not have to eat these MREs and definitely not have to eat your lithium battery. No, yeah. I'm, this uh, is going to haunt my dreams. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, I think the only thing is, that's good about all of these is the Pop-Tart and now the brown sugar Pop-Tart is starting to look good. And the Pop-Tarts have always, yeah. but I mean, that's never been like a, oh no, it's, we've resorted to Pop-Tarts. Like, you know, We've accepted that that's something that might happen and, and we'll deal with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This all such a mess. Yeah. I don't like, I don't remember. I don't know what day it is. Is it Thursday? Now? I literally was asking myself that. Like what day? Is this a weekend? It feels like every day is a weekend. I don't. We're, we're leading a life of leisure these days, really. Is that the case? <laughs> certainly hasn't been my experience. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, because the internet still works and people have been more than happy to keep giving me things to do. So I, and you know, to be honest, I'm not um, like in all seriousness, I'm, I'm very grateful for that because I, I recognize that it's, um, we're, we're just getting started, you know, um, there's some really, really scary stuff. So what's today's like, seriously, well, I have to look up today's date. Um, end of well, March. I think that, you know, you 26th. and I are, we're the, um, we're essential providers, right? We're essential services, you and I. So what about yeah, doctors those- and veterinarians, um, podcasters. By state. Oh, podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. We're double important. So well, yeah, technically journalists and podcasters are considered essential. Um, I'm assuming it's the folks essential are the ones who are going on the news explaining like journalistic things um, and maybe not, not people eating. recording podcasters eating MREs. So hmm. if you decided that that wasn't really, if I got pulled over and tried to explain myself to a police officer, um, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would ethically be okay with calling myself essential. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm always essential, right? Well, this is true. So at some point we should probably share something um, more more useful than, I mean, honestly, I think that was probably the most useful thing we've ever shared um, because that was a vision from the future. If you don't pay attention to Dr. Fauci. Well, and that's the thing is people stay, stay the fuck home for just a little bit. Um, So my pool guy came over the other day Mm -hmm. and like he had actually posted on his Instagram that he's an essential service. And so he will still be doing his pool rounds because apparently like pool guys are, uh, they're classified as like sanitation providers. So like your trash man, important, you know, uh, pest control, important. Hence, like, that's why the bubonic plague killed so many people, right? Because they didn't have pest control. Uh, Scooping leaves out of my pool. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, right? I don't know. Um, It's hard to say because I think, I mean, I don't think anybody's trying to put us down into like, I think we have to think about when we mean essential, are we talking about like life or limb, just life or limb, or are we talking about, you know, life limb and, you know, property? Uh, So what, what exactly is the definition of essential? And, and I know that, um, that there are some specific definitions for that. But I mean, I, I think what they're just trying to do, right, is keep the noise down a little bit. Um, of course. Like how GameStop apparently has designated themselves essential. They were letting companies decide on their own whether or not they're essential. And so GameStop said, well, hey, we sell you know Ethernet cords and people need that to work. Therefore, we're essential and we can make our poor minimum wage people come in and, and get exposed. And so, I mean, there, there are some fine lines here. <laughs> um, well, and it's not just that they're exposing their, their employees. They're literally exposing every fucking customer that walks in that door. And the longer they're open, the longer the exposure. We already know that the virus can live four to nine days on a surface. So someone comes in, they're looking at a video game that they might want to buy. They've got, you know, COVID-19 goobers on their hands and they touch that video game and then decide not to buy it. And then customer next day comes in and now they're exposed. You know, like it's a big problem. 
It is. And I mean, think about that. Um, it's one of the reasons I'm really glad, you know, I did do that Costco rant, even though it was very funny at the time. I'm like, ha ha ha. Well, just in case. And like, now we've hit that just in case, because I really don't want to go um, and, and leave the house. And, you know, I've got um, my, my dad and my in-laws are, are in the area and I'm really, really worried about um, them as well because we like we kind of have an idea of of how things are going um, but we don't know for sure but all we do know is this is incredibly virulent in terms of how easily it seems to be spreading um, yes have people that are actually the, the people like in South Korea who actually did a really really good job of track and tracing um, which we haven't been able to do because we haven't been testing enough have found like the one woman um, the clusters a lot of times can be traced to one person who ended up infecting like over a thousand people. So we're still, you know, so it's yeah. the typhoid Mary, typhoid Mary of COVID-19. Yeah. It's like it kind of hanging around in the air potentially for a couple hours. Is that what there's? I don't even know. Um, um, yeah. I don't know that we for sure said We don't that. know. Yeah. We, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We still don't know. But what we do know is that we need to stop the spread. And the only way that we can reliably do that is to have people fucking stay home. Except, except essential people and, you know, guy. well, Um, (laughs) it's subject to interpretation, but I, I do think that maybe this will be a kick in the butt for us as a society to think about what we consider essential, um, you know, and all those people that go around patting themselves on the back for their important services to society. But, you know, the, the person who's running that grocery store, register and and the people that are keeping our streets free of garbage and keeping the the water running like kudos to everybody in in those industries that have well, sort of been looked down upon for a long time because you are essential well and, and they're putting their lives at risk for oh us oh my god yeah and it's like grateful. I it, it really hit home to me when i realized like who is the most essential service provider in this moment it's the janitors mm-hmm. to me Like it's the people that are literally putting their life on the line to clean up for everybody else. Clean up your shit. Well, and the other thing, and actually I'm really curious to hear your perspective on this. Um, So as a veterinarian, we haven't been called in yet. Um, Who knows? Like that might actually happen at some point, which I'm hoping isn't the case. But in terms of how we when we're nervous about interacting with our clients, it's not about the dogs or the cats. Um, it's about, you know, interacting with the other people. And so we have a lot of vets doing like this curbside drop off. If your dog is sick and they need to have an x-ray, so you don't interact with them, but nobody here is particularly concerned about getting close to, um, a dog or a cat because we just still don't have any evidence of them being able to, to transmit the virus back to us. But, you know, as a physician, as a nurse, and as everybody that works with people, um, I mean, the job's hard enough as it is, but now, like, people are literally being asked to expose themselves um, without enough PPE. We haven't provided that for them, and I just, I I can't imagine how traumatic that must be, um, because they're like, I didn't sign up for, you know, going into battle, Yeah. So I have some two very close friends who are ICU nurses in town and, you know, they both have a different perspective on it because they are working in two different healthcare systems. Um, One's a small system and one's uh, the largest system in uh, our county. And um, 
you know, the smaller system, actually, they, they still haven't run out of N95 masks, but the wow. larger system has. And, um, you know, it's, it's frustrating to me because I see them willing to still go to work every day, still put themselves on the line. And now they're now worried, like, oh my gosh, not only am I exposing myself to coronavirus, I don't necessarily have adequate protection. And then there's like Susie Q who ordered 10,000 masks and they're sitting in her garage and she'll never use them. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating to me also because I'm talking with them and I'm talking to them about, you know, our lack of testing and all of that. And they gave me a really interesting perspective that I think that the average person doesn't think about. You know, she's like, first off, we don't need testing. Just fucking stay home. And I'm like, hey, I agree with you on that. I I feel the same. And then she's like, look, I have a few patients who are COVID-19 rule outs. So they have all of the symptoms of coronavirus, but we're not sure. It could also be the flu. Uh, we're having to put them in like a negative pressure room. We're having to get, get full PPE covered. So we put on um, a mask, um, facial cover, you know, goggles or a shield. They're putting on booties and they're, some of them are able to cover their hair. Most are not. Um, and she's like, but I still can't get the rule out done in under five days. Why is it? It's not because the test takes five days. It's because of the backlog, because of all the people that want to get tested, that are demanding testing for minimal symptoms where their minimal symptoms don't matter. So now we are wasting PPE on putting patients in full isolation because it takes us five days to get a rule out to make sure they don't have coronavirus. When if we would actually dial back the testing, we can be we can make our labs a little bit more efficient and get quicker rule outs in the hospital setting where it really matters and then we won't have to overutilize ppe so much and we can actually solve a lot of problems that way that's interesting. I, I hadn't even really thought about that specific issue. Um, well, and it's, it's hard because I mean, I think even people that are familiar with epidemiology, like, like we talk a lot about disinformation and misinformation. Um, and obviously there's a lot of that too, but even amongst healthcare professionals, you know, there's not a mm. consensus. And so that's, what's making this really challenging is that you can have two really, really smart people that are looking at different sets of data. And that's, also making it hard to know what to do, you know, and um, this idea right now where we have to isolate, like it, that's kind of where we are. Like the testing was super important too, but we missed our, our window of opportunity yeah. um, a while ago for that to make a difference. And so it, you can't, we're not really in a position now where we can evaluate um, what's going to be the best thing because we've already screwed up a lot. So how, well, like, what do we do right now to sort of minimize what we're screwing up? Oh, (laughs) I'm not sure we've answered that. We continue to be screwing things up. No, that's, that's the problem, right? Is that like, now we're at the point where we, we can't test. So everyone needs to act like they're infected, whether they have symptoms or not. We don't need the answer. We just need everyone to pretend that they're infected and isolate and even isolate from their own family if they feel like they need to, you know? Yeah. Um, like, And that's the part that's hard, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, 
I want to, like, I would like to see my daddy lives by himself, but I'm not going to put him at risk. I had a mildly sore throat uh, earlier in the week and I was like absolute panic mode. And normally it wouldn't even occur to me to think about it at all. But, um, you know, we had some stuff we had to give him. And so my healthy family packed up the care package for him and wiped it down and put it in the courtyard. And it's like, sorry, like a wave to the window. But that's just... Right you know, all of these things that we need to do just to kind of get through and they're temporary, you know, they're temporary, but it's hard. I, it, it's amazing. It, what's astonished me the most in all of this is how quickly your perspective changes. Um, yeah. I was watching like this Lego show. We've been watching this Lego master series um, for a month or so now. And it's a really fun show. And then all of a sudden, like we're watching it. And I, I used to watch thinking about the Legos and now I'm watching like their faces are really close together. Um, why are they hugging? But you know, like all these little, right. Your basis of comparison for what's normal, um, has changed so substantially. And it's really, I, I think we're all still in this like sort of shock mode absorbing how quickly this, this little tiny virus has had an impact on the entire world and, and like the big ways and in, in the small ways. Um, and I, I think it'll be really interesting psychologically to see how people react. The one thing I've noticed, and you'll have to tell me what you think is I, um, have not heard a lot from the anti-vaxxer contingent. (laughs) They have been really, really quiet. (laughs) Quiet. Um, maybe they're in hiding or maybe they're, I don't know proud of their super boosted immune system, but (sighs) I think you posted a meme on social media a while back and it was like, or maybe it was one of your friends about essential oils and anti-vaxxers or something in the COVID-19. There's probably a few. I don't remember. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to see if we can share it on, on the Facebook page, but yeah, I mean, I've been super duper quiet and like we've always said, Hey, when the shit hits the fan, like, welcome to the 1800s. Um, how are you going to react? And now we know they're all going to go, oh, oh, um, you know what? Um, like, are you going to be at the end of the line for the vaccine or not? Um, if that's the right. only way you can get out of the house. So that will be interesting. And the other thing, I'll have to show you this. Um, we talk a lot about essential oils, right? And so there's this one brand that has this one type of like all natural hand sanitizer that everybody's, oh, this is the best. It's all natural. It's all natural. And so I went um, on their website to see what they were saying about it. And they all got up there and they were talking about their amazing hand sanitizer. And they made sure to point out that it fulfilled the CDC requirement for being what, 70% alcohol? 60% um, or 70%, 60%, depending upon what you read. Whatever yeah. the percentage of alcohol you needed, um, it fulfilled it. But boy, <laughs> they the sure cares about the essential oil that's in it. That's just. So sad. what you're saying is you've known all along that it yes. was just some bullshit, nicely scented alcohol. Um, exactly. Well, and, okay. um, it was funny because I, um, a person on social media, uh, made a post and was like, Hey, if anyone has these certain essential oils, it was like thieves and oregano and something else. Uh, I I'm out and I need, I need to stock up. And then someone else posted and they were like, you know, that that one essential oil you're asking for actually increases your risk of coronavirus. Right. <laughs> I think How it, did they even determine that? 
fuck if I know, because let's be real. Does it really do anything? Probably not. But no. my suspicion is maybe it was what they call an anti-inflammatory essential oil. And we know that we do have the science that shows that possibly non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like Advil or Motrin, uh, Naprosyn, all of those can worsen your symptoms with I. I read that, um, what, maybe a month ago and people were just starting to whisper about it. And you remember I posted on Facebook, I'm I like, did. Hey, I don't know if it's true or not, but if you use Tylenol, it's about to go out of stock. So buy it. And now I'm really sad. I'm sad for a lot of reasons that yeah. it seems like it's actually working because I love Advil. I use it all the time. Um, and one of the things that I think is really important to clarify because we immediately called, you know, our friends and family to let them know like, Hey, just in case I know you guys use these NSAIDs, um, you may want to hold off. They all immediately said, I'm going to put my Advil away um, and just use a leave instead. So just make sure uh, everybody knows um, that this the same. anti-inflammatory applies to all the NSAIDs, like you said, naproxen. Yes. Um, um, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in a unique situation. We've talked about this. I've got an autoimmune disease. It's arthritis. Um, and so I've been on an NSAID called Meloxicam every single day for over a decade. Um, I'm not stopping it because I, you know, I, I've been isolating for two and a half weeks now. Like uh, I isolated before anyone was isolating. Um, but yeah, it's a worry, right? Because the end said that I can't stop because it is one of the few things that slows progression of my disease, um, is going to increase my risk of death. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so hard. It's, it's hard choices for everybody. And, you know, I think the one thing we all have to remember is to kind of like give each other grace, um, which is really, really hard to do when everybody's stressed out, you know, and, and I, I understand and I recognize that I am, I'm very, very fortunate, um, to be in a position where I can work from home, you know, and it's, yeah. it's not, um, a huge, hardship because that's what I do anyway. And my husband is in a, a job where he can do that. And there's so many people that are, are getting laid off and losing their jobs. So, you know, I, I just want to make sure with everything else that people sort of know that we are here extending compassion um, oh, yeah. to everybody. And, and we wanted to lead in with the MREs because I just had a feeling that was going to be a total shit show. So... <laughs> It was. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I smell, I smell SpaghettiOs in here. That's all I smell. Yeah. I'm going to be smelling that block of crap for a while. <laughs> Can you just save me some? Like, I kind of want to taste it. When, when we're, a, when we're off lockdown, can you just like put it in a Ziploc and bring it to my house? Oh yeah. I'll save I'm, it. Like it's yeah. going to go bad. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you don't even need to put it in a Ziploc, right? No, that, that will be here after nuclear winter. Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoopodcast.com or go to our website and fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. Please seek appropriate medical care for any health care concerns. Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employers. Thanks for listening. See you next time on What the Woo.